Oh, there it goes. Thank you so much, Michal. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Okay, everybody. Um, we're gonna have to um we're gonna have to start tonight. I'm a little faster. I apologize that we're a little bit uh we're a little bit late. Um it was because of uh it was because of me. So I am I am sorry. But let's uh, let's get started. Um, now I have to give a little bit of introduction um, before um, we start learning the Tehillim today. Um, I, I know somebody's going to tell me because I always do that. But um, but the truth is that this was not a pair of Tehillim that I was planning on uh, on studying and learning. And uh, we'll see how this goes tonight. Uh, it's going to be a little bit different than uh, than usual, but uh, we'll we'll see how it goes. Um, what happened was I I I got home last night and I was sitting at my table um, with some of my kids. Uh, I see Gila sitting here right now. So this conversation I'm about to say was not with me and Gila, right? Uh, and I was sitting with some of my kids and uh, I looked up at the table and I said, guys, which Tehillim should I do tomorrow night? Right? This was just last night. See, the table was like, which which Tehillim should I do tomorrow night? And uh, one of my kids, you know, said, like, just like responded. You know, like sometimes that's amazing how stuff happens. You know what I mean? One of my kids said, do the one that says you should kill all of your enemies. Kaha, Kaha, sitting there and I was like, one of my kids that just said that, wait a second, whoa, <laughs> hold, hold on a second, right? And then I didn't say anything because I was like still processing. I was tired and because my brain is like not functioning normally these days, like in general, you know? Um, and so I didn't say anything. And then I was like, like a little while later, as I was processing, I was like, I was like, I'm still doing my my beginning nonsense. Um, I, I said, I was like, wait, maybe I can do that. Maybe I can, you know. So let's let's see. So, oh, I'm sorry. Again, another example of my brain not working. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. So this is Kuflam and Zion, 137. Um, and I saw that this that's why we're doing this telling right now. And hopefully we'll get up to that part because it doesn't say exactly what I just said. Um, but hopefully we'll get up to that part, and then we'll be able to have a discussion. Um, probably not tonight. So um, me tame, me tame. Um, we won't need to continue the shear into next week. But should we continue uh, continue the shear next week? Maybe we'll do it anyway. You know, just because we'll have what to talk about now, right? You know, we'll learn this paragraph of Tehillim, and then we'll we'll have what to discuss after we learn this paragraph of Tehillim. So this paragraph of Tehillim will lead us to a discussion, which is not about Tehillim. Um, but uh, but it's interesting to consider. So let's learn Tehillim, everybody ready? So we'll do like we've been doing. We'll read the Tehillim, we'll, we'll loosely translate, and then we'll uh, delve into the words of the Rishonim and uh, and Akronim. I tried to put fewer sources on the page as I was preparing last night. I didn't put any Chida, and I, I was trying to cut it down, but then I ended up with almost the same length. So, you know, it is what it is. I got, I got it this time. Sort of. Okay, good. Everybody ready? Tehillim Kuf Lam and Zayin. That's what we're up to today. Al Naros Bavel Shem Yeshad Nagav Achinu B'Zafenu Now the truth is that this is potentially a familiar paragraph of Tehillim. It's potentially a familiar paragraph of Tehillim because um, I, I think that some people say this paragraph of Tehillim before they do benching on weekdays, not on Shabbos and not on Yom Tov. Right? It's printed there in the Sidur and the But I, I think there's people who don't do it. But uh, okay, fine. The halacha is not ours tonight. Tonight is not ours halacha. Because we we have a short uh, session tonight because we still have to finish the nine o'clock marriage and so uh, um, so the halacha is not ours tonight. But but al naros bavel shemisham the gamachin b'zacherinu es tzion. So by the 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 rivers of bavel we sat and uh, we cried when we remembered um, Eretz Yisrael when we remembered Yerushalayim when we remembered Zion. Al aravim b'sochat halinu kino rosenu on the uh, um, on the aravot trees. Uh, what do you call those things? Myrtles. Thank you. Um, willows. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Sasha. On the on the willows. 
totally right. Right. Uh, we we hung our uh, our quinoa, you know, our quinoa, our harp wire. Which one is it? I don't remember. It's one of those. Right. Um, uh, by the way, must have been very sturdy willow tree, um, you know, to hold an instrument, you know, but, but OK, it's fine. Right. It, it, what was that? Yeah. yeah. No. And yeah, yeah good. OK, awesome. Right. Yeah. They're good. Oh, they're flexible. Yeah. It's like ah, they're trees of hold or they're trees of nesta. You know what I mean? <laughs> what? No, trees are like that. You know, when the tree is standing out there, right, and the wind starts blowing, and so you have some trees that are trees of netzach. They like look at the wind and they're like, "Give me your best shot. I'm not moving." You know what I mean? And then yeah, and then you have some trees that are trees of hold. They're like, "No, you, the wind. You can go through. It's okay. I'll move aside." You know, and then when you're finished, I'll come right back. You know, right? You know, so there's different. No. Yeah, trees of hope. Okay, very beautiful. Right? Very good. So sometimes I don't even know what I'm talking about. So on the on the willows, we uh we hung our uh, our instruments. Kisham uh because there our uh, captors um asked us for song. And they uh, they told us. Sing us from the songs of Tzion. How can we sing the songs of uh, of God um, on a foreign uh, soil? If I forget Yerushalayim, I should forget my right hand, or my right hand should forget its skills, depending on which you me read. My tongue should stick to my palate if I don't remember you, if I don't raise Yerushalayim. On the top of my uh, on the top of my uh, joy, God, you should remember um, towards the the children of Edom, right? The the day that they raised Yerushalayim, saying to to, to dig and to, to furrow under underneath to, down to the foundations of the of the city to uproot the whole city. The the Babylonians, right? Ashrei. Um, it either means praiseworthy um, or it means uh, it is coming, um, which, by the way, makes a huge difference in terms of the conversation that we'll look at um, uh, as we get towards the end or maybe or maybe next week. But let's go with praiseworthy right now, because I think that is the normal translation or the more regular translation of the word ashray. Um, um, praiseworthy is the one who returns to you that which you did to us. I'm actually going to translate that, um, which I, under normal circumstances, might not have, right? Um, but uh, praiseworthy is he who takes hold, and crushes, your um, nursing children. Olalayach usually means your nursing children. El Hasela, on a rock. That's very grotesque. Yes. Everybody's with me, right? What? It's interesting you say that, Lisa, right? No, no, it's interesting that you say that because the conversation that we'll have to have after we learn paragraph to but we haven't learned paragraph to yet. And that's why I was explaining how I got to this paragraph to because of this conversation that I had last night um, at my at my table is that, is that something that we would say Ashray about? Is it, so I, so I, it's amazing that even in this context, where we are right now, right? Um, there are still people in this room who are shaking their head no, right? Is, is everybody, everybody with me? I'm, no, I don't know. You don't have to justify that. I'm, I'm, I understand that. I, I 100%. I understand that, right? I'm saying, but that's uh, okay. There's some people who are shaking their head. Yes, that's okay. Also, right? Uh, uh, you know, I'm saying, but like, that, no, that's 
that is that's that that's a, a question that we'll we'll believe neither discuss, but I don't think it's going to be tonight because we have to learn paragraph to Hillen first, and uh, then it, we will be set up for that for that conversation. So let's start with the with, with paragraph here. Um, I said if if Chasvasholim war is continuing, I told Doctor Eagle that I will continue this as long as we go. Um, you know, uh, I don't know if he'll take me up on that, um, but you know that's what I that's what I that's what I told him and. Hopefully, God will give us strength and we'll be able to actually do that. Um, I, I also said before that me, team, me, team, we will not still be in war um, come, you know, uh, next week on uh, on Sunday night or whatever it is. But we can still have that conversation. We can do that. We can do that anyway. Right. And then we'll do another Shear and Dylan because I said last week that or, or it's this week. It feels like it's been ages. Right. It's still this past just this week. I said earlier this week that we, we can do like Ms. Marlo Soda or something like that, you know, like a paragraph to Hillen that will say will say thanks. So there's all sorts of stuff that we Ms. Marlo Toda. Sorry, you don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. I do not know. You don't know. No one knows what I'm talking about. I, thank you. Okay. Sorry. Yes, yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, good. So let's let's get let's get into it. Everybody ready? Look first at this, look first at this midrash. Okay. This midrash. I'm ready. This is amazing. It means that David HaMelech in his Nebuah saw not only the destruction of the first Beit HaMikdash, but the destruction of the second Beit HaMikdash. How did the Midrash know that? Because what did David HaMelech reference in this paragraph of the He referenced two things. He referenced first, Bavel, which means he saw the Chorban by Yisrishon. David HaMelech was before the Binyan by Yisrishon. Right? And then he also referenced, towards the end, not Bavel, but Edom, Rome. So he saw the Chorban by his chain. Here was the Midrash is saying. David Amelech in his paragraph of which is, oh, I think the topic says, paragraph of is clearly about Golis. Yeah, the paragraph of is clearly about Golis. Right, about the experience of the Jews in Golis, the sadness of the Jews in Golis, the, the longing um, and the, the, the dearth that the Jews feel, right, um, for for Yerushalayim, right? Okay, that's clearly what it's about. Good. So David HaMelech saw the Chorban by Yisrishon, he saw the Chorban by Yisrishon. Chorban by Yisrishon, Shinem Aral Naras Babel. By Yisrishon, he dechsives the Chorban Hashem Levnei Adon. As Yom Yerushalayim, we were ready. So David HaMelech saw both, which is a very, very fascinating kind of construct. Yeah, David HaMelech, before the Binyan by Yisrishon, saw the Chorban by Yisrishon, he saw the Chorban by Yisrishon. Good. Let's get into the paragraph here. Al Naras Babel. Interesting Machlokas HaRishon. The Radak writes, This 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 paragraph to Hillim is about the experience of the Levium in the Golos Babel. Why specifically the experience of the Levium? The paragraph to him didn't say anything about Levium. Did not. But 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 why does the Radak think it's about the Levium? Yeah, ah, excellent. Because it's about Shir and they have the instruments. And specifically, when they say in Pasuk Dalit that they're not going to sing, they talk about Shir Hashem. Which Radak assumes, right, is is not Rev Shlomo's, you know, um, uh, whichever nigan it is. It's the Radak assumes the shear of the Beit Hamikdash. Otherwise, he would have said Kohanim if he would have thought that it was Rev Shlomo, right? He says Levium, right? So it's Levium, the songs of the Korbanos of the Beit Hamikdash. Kilomar al Naros Babel Hayinusham Mispodidim. Yoshvin Vishomimim, right? That the Radak thinks that this paragraph of Tehillim is about the Levium who are who are sitting by the rivers of Babylon being said, and they're crying and they're thinking about and remembering um remembering um Yerushalayim. Now look at Rashi. 
Al naros babel sham yashadim. Right, this is similar to Radak. That this whole thing is the Jews in Babel, and Nebuchadnezzar is asking them to sing the songs that they sang in the Beit Hamikdash. Look in the Midrash. The Midrash writes, "Melamin shelo hayolahem yeshiva." Oh, you see the Midrash. Oh, I, let's read the question in the parentheses. Sorry, Okay, we go back to the pasuk because I think you know we're getting we're getting better or we're getting more accustomed at least to learning together, and so. Rishon always asks these kinds of questions. Look at the first pasuk. Pasuk Al Naros Babel Shom Yashavnu Gam Bachinu Bizachrenu Asion. You see what's strange about that? What should it have said? Shom Yashavnu Ubachinu Something like that, right? It makes it sound as though they're doing two different things. One is Shom Yashavnu. Two is Gam Bachinu Bizachrenu Asion. Yes. Look at the midrash. The, the, I don't know why the Midrash says Paras. I, I, I mean, it, it should have said Bava. You know, it's, it's the same, it's the same land. Man. Oh, the river, the river. You guys are amazing. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. Obvious. No, very silly. No, no, of course that's me. Right? Um, but the, the, the Midrash is saying that Shab Shabnu is because that's the first time they sat down. From when they left Israel until they got to um, the Euphrates, right? How far is that? I should have looked. I didn't check. I don't know, right? So they didn't sit down. Why not? Why not? So, okay, so now we, what's it? First, now we can answer our question. Shom Yashavnu, Gam Bachin, right? It's the first time we sat down, and that's when we started crying. But why? Umru, because the Babylonians said, the God of the Jews is very compassionate. What was that? At 300 miles. That's a lot. I feel like that's a lot. Thank you, Lisa. I didn't mean anything. 300 miles. Right? right? No, thank you, Lisa. Thank you very much. It's long. Right? No, it, you know, it's interesting. Um, I was uh, tonight. That's why I was late tonight. Because I, uh, I made me and a few other guys, not just me. I went with a few other guys. We uh we cooked brisket and we uh, went to uh, an army base um, in Telem by uh, Beit Shemesh and uh, we served dinner. We served dinner tonight. We uh we brought like I know I don't know, like nine or ten briskets and we served like 200, 250 chayyim or something like that. We made sandwiches. It was uh it was it was very nice. But but these guys they like walk back onto the base, you know, like totally covered in sweat, carrying gear. Right. And they, they, they say to us, you know, like like we're doing a big thing. We made brisket and we served dinner. You know what I mean? But like they, they say to us, they're like, you have no idea. We just like, you know, whatever we were just doing and we're exhausted and we come here and like, you know, instead of this, is what one guy said, instead of milky in the, uh, you know, whatever, I have this, you know, hot sandwich. Like it's like so. Okay, I felt very good about it. I did. I said, you know, I mean, he made me feel good about it. We tried to give them chizuk. That's what we were. That's what that's what we were there for, right? And so I got back a little. I got back a little bit late, you know. But uh, but you know, so you see, you know, so I'm, I'm like imagining, you know, 300 miles. I know it's like, you know, whatever. I don't know, you know, how many rounds of whatever these guys were. These guys were doing, you know. But um, good. So yeah, good. Okay, good. So 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 the Babylonians they say that the God of the Jews is Rachamanhu, right? He's very compassionate. And if they will dive into God, God will have compassion and, and he'll let them go right back. So we just had this victory, the Babylonians are saying against the Jews, and, and we might lose it, right? You know, uh, 
Shema Yeshuvu v'yischavu kulam v'yikru l'elohim v'yazrei v'lo alu klum. Right, we can't let them daven. If they're going to daven, then they, they might muster koach to come to HaKadosh Baruch and we'll lose everything that we just gave. Therefore, they push them, they force them to just keep going, keep going so that the Jews would not be able to would not be able to daven, so that God will not have mercy and that the Babylonians will be able to um, keep their victories, keep their, uh, keep their, keep their gains. Um, it, it, you know, the, 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 in um, in the very beginning of the Mesilas Yisharim, he writes that this was a tactic that Paro used against the Jews. He said that he gave them so much avoda and so much work so that they wouldn't be able to to stop and to to process and and daven. And it's when when the work you know uh, um, there's a temporary stoppage in the work because um, of um, because of uh, what happens in Egypt. So then all of a sudden the Jews cry out uh, to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And so this is a tactic of the Yitzhahara, right? The Yitzhahara um, tries to keep us moving from one thing to the next. And life is very like that, right? Especially when you can constantly move from one thing to the next without having to do anything. And if you don't take time to process and we don't just like, you know, like try to slow it down a little bit, you know, then uh, then then sometimes we forget to do things that, that we know we should do and that we're ready to do. We just, we just don't find the time to do it. And so Alnaros Bavel, Right? Not before that. That's what that's what that's what the Midrash writes, right? That, that until we got to the Euphrates, we didn't cry. Did anybody have that this week? I don't know. Maybe you did, maybe you did it. We're like it took time to like process, you know, like like what I'm I'm still processing. Yeah. Me also, it's like coming at me in waves, you know, like you know, and you're trying to keep busy and you're trying to do something because like you feel like you're you know, like you're giving something and you're a part of it, and then it like comes, you know, back. You know, like just I don't know, that's that's how you know whatever. But uh, but like so they they were they were being pushed, you know, and running and 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 scared, obviously, because you know they're being led captivity. You know, the midrash, I didn't give you this whole midrash, there's pieces of this midrash talks about how they chained them and and the 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 clothing they were not allowed to wear and you know and and you know, while they were doing this walk, right? Three hundred miles worth, right, you know, from here to to the Euphrates. And so when they finally got there and they sat down, and then the Midrash says they got clothing, how that happens, whatever. But, you know, um, they, they got clothing, and they sat down. Then they started to cry. And, like, that's when, like, you know, they were able to, to flip that next switch, take that next step, right, in their in their processing. And so, Shom Yashavnu, Gam Bachinu. Bizachrinu es Tzion, we remembered Tzion. Remember now, if you, if you look at Ibn Ezra, he writes something different. And I wonder about this, Ibn Ezra. Tell me what you think about this. Ibn Ezra writes, the Tam al-Naharos, why did they cry by the rivers? So the Midrash told us they cried by the rivers because they were walking from here, they got there, they just so happened to be by the river. That's what the Midrash says, right? That's where they stopped. That's where they took their first break, whatever whatever it is. Just so happened to be that way. But Ibn Ezra thinks that it's not by happenstance that they cried by the rivers. They went to the river, Ibn Ezra says. So it's not the same thing as the Midrash. It's a different interpretation, yeah? Ibn Ezra says, the Tam al-Naharos, bihisbodidam mehabavliyim, shelo yishmu bichiyatam. See that? The Jews went out of the town, out to the river. That's what the that's what Ibn Ezra is saying. So that they could cry. Because they didn't want the Babylonians to see them crying. That's interesting. Here. Oh, it says here? Here. Same difference. I mean, you're right. The, the seeing and hearing is not the same thing, right? And he says hearing. You're totally right. You're totally right. In this context. Oh, you think so? Maybe you're right. In this context, I'm with you. I understand what you're saying. I'm not. I'm not sure that it matters in this context, but you're yeah. totally correct. I, I'm asking. Thank you. Good. 
So that's that is the Ibn Ezra. They went out to the rivers because they didn't want the Babylonians to to see their um to see their their sadness, to see them to see them cry. Now if you look at the Malbim, the Malbim has a totally different understanding about the tears of Balaam, and it entirely changes the tone, mood, and meaning of the whole parak of the hill. Malbim understood this parak of the hill differently than everybody else. Look at this Malbim, it's entirely remarkable. You know when this paragraph of the Hillen was written? When Cyrus the Great conquered the Babylonians. Now, everybody else understood that this paragraph of the Hillen was written when the Babylonians exiled Jews, right? The Malbim thinks that this paragraph of the Hillen is when Cyrus the Great conquered the Babylonians. Al Naros Bavel, Mashabachino Be Bavel, Behis Ablu Al Sion. The reason why we cried in Babel when we remembered Eretz Yisrael, when we remembered Yerushalayim, was not because we had it bad in Babel. We we did all right in Babel. We got into Babel. I told them, build houses, plant vineyards, start businesses. After all, when Ezra tries to bring the Jews back, they don't all come. How come they don't all come? But we did all right in Bovel. We did okay. Kigamal Naros Bovel Shom Yashavnu. Ah, you hear what the Malvin is saying? We had the same That's what Yermia told us to do, by the way. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. We didn't know anything wrong. That's what we were supposed to do. We were supposed to set up in Bavel. We were supposed to live there and build businesses and, and homes and families. But all the same, even with all of that, we still cried when we thought about Yushalayim, when we remembered. Amazing, yeah? Now we cried because of the, the spiritual loss that we had, because we didn't have Eretz Yisrael to be very successful and, and, and live fine Jewish lives, you know, everywhere. But something, something is missing. Something, something is missing. And that something, that's what they cried about. It's very different than everybody else. Everybody with me, it's very, very different. Uh, the Malmans understand it than, than everybody else. Now, we hung our musical instruments, right, on uh, on the willows, right? Bitocha, um, So if you look in Rashi, uh, Ibn Ezra, sorry. Amar Rabbi Moshe ki bitocha bitoch tzion. Terem galusa. See, see that, right? Let's read the Pasuk again. See, in, in Pasuk Aleph, there are two geographical locations mentioned. Yes? And then um, the word bitocha um, in her, right? Uh, her in that word bitocha is a pronoun. And pronouns require antecedents, right? Meaning the, the, the noun that it's referring to. So what is the antecedent of the pronoun her in bitocha, right? You know, al-arabim bitocha, on the willows in her. Right, we hung our musical instruments. So Ebenezer writes, not what I was thinking when I read it, right? But it's in Eretz Yisrael. It's Sion. Before we left, who who was leaving in Golos? 
right, heading out in the in the you know to the Babylonian exile, and they thought to themselves, "Oh, wait a second, let me take my harp, right? I'm going to take my lyre. That's what I'm going to take with me." So that's the first interpretation, right? So we left them in Yerushalayim. Ulefidati, but this is I don't think that's right. Ulefidati, ibetocha bevavel. No, it means in bevavel. Right, that's that's how I understood it when I read it the first time. I don't know say that we they hung our interest. In but look at the radak. Kishayinu Yoshim al Svas and Har Bechinu Seno Biyodenu Lo Oger Shir Kemen Algeno Bitzion Ukishayinu Maalim Ali Benu Tzion Hainu No Chim Kemen Orseno Mirobi Agod Bahainu Tolim Mosam Al Arivim Bahainu Yoshim Uboker. Stand what the radak says is very interesting. The radak said they used to go out to play music out there. I've never done this because I am not a musician, but I I can see the image in my head of somebody heading out there, you know, out to the field, out to the to the riverside. Right to to play music, and and the Radak saying that's what the, that's what presumably I'm going to say the Levium right now because that's what you know I think it was Rashi who told us before that it was Levium, but it's okay. Um, no, that's a lie. It was the Radak. Is the Radak? What's well, the same guy? Of course. So it's Levium, right? They used to go out and they used to they used to play, you know, uh, by the by the rivers. I don't know which rivers he's talking about because there aren't many rivers in this country. There's only really one, but the springs, whatever the springs, the fields, you know, uh, wherever they used to go and they used to play. And so when they were in Bavel, they tried to do the same thing. They tried to go out. And and as they started to play, they they started to cry. That's what they're doctor. As they started to play, they started to cry, and they just put down the instruments. We can't do this. They hung up. They hung up the instruments. They said we can't. Uh, we can't. We can't do it. Look at the Malbim, though, because again, uh, the Malbim needs to understand everything differently. Because the Malbim understands the whole paradigm, right? So look at the Malbim. Amazing. Even though in Baba we had everything, the finest meats and cheeses. Not together. And because of that, you hear that? And with all of that, and because of that, they sat there in Baba with the finest meats and cheeses, and they thought to themselves, Eretz Yisrael is desolate. And that made them sad. I imagine, I imagine, not I imagine, I am very certain because of conversations that I've had this week with people who I know, you know, outside of this country, they're feeling a very similar feeling. They're sitting with the finest meats and cheeses, as we can also, by the way, you know, um, you know, the finest meats and cheeses, and they, they can't be happy because they're thinking about it. They're thinking about what's going on in Eretz Yisrael. And that's this feeling the Malbim is saying that that in Bavel they they had it they had it all everything was amazing well well now in Persia whatever because Cyrus was much better um you know but now we're in Persia and we we had it all and we're still sitting here and, and we're still crying that's amazing I mean not great amazing but like amazing to, to think about you know but that's uh that's how the Malbim understands good key Shamsha alunu shovenu divreshir visololenu simcha Sorry, I read that terribly. Right? So there our enemies asked us to sing from them. And uh, so I'll just tell you, it means they mocked us, right? Uh, for for joy. And they asked us to sing from the Shir Tzion. You can turn the page, everybody, right? And uh, this is uh, this is Rashi on the top. It means they were mocking us. They were they were they were laughing at us. So it's not just that uh, that we were exiled, or whatever, but on the way, right? They were mocking us, they were laughing at us. Look at the Radak, um, when our captors, the Babylonians, when uh, they were bringing us there, because again, the Radak thinks that this song is about the march, right? 
towards towards Bavel. On the march, they said, no, let's sing uh, songs of Zion, right? You know, I don't know. We used to march when we were in camp, you know, like, you know, small marches and whatever. And we used to sing songs. We used to, we used to, we used to do, right? By the way, I wonder, is there, I, I know not one about this. So I'm asking. Is there, is there any, like, you know, a source like this, any documentation in, uh, you know, uh, death marches or anything like that about uh, about chanting and singing? And uh, I, I, I don't know, right? So, so this is, uh, so this is your, so this is your makor then. This is like, you know, uh, yeah, you know the makor in Tanakh. Like the thing. Yeah. Certain songs. Yeah. More things. Yeah. Oh, there's a thing for it. Yeah. That the Jews started to sing like a more triumphant. Yeah. And about that. And not trying to advance that math sound. The thing that loud enough. Really interesting. Wow. So I'm still saying, uh, so what? He was doing a whole family orchestra, right? Uh, and, uh, and camp orchestra. Uh, and so, this, so, okay, so, this, so this is our this is our makor, right? I'm saying this is our makor on Tanakh, right, right over, right, right over here. Us, us, the Radak says towards the end of the first line in the Radak. Then we used to say, we used to cry and say, like, how could we, how could we sing? And the same instruments that we wouldn't play for ourselves, they were asking us to make merry for uh, for for them, right? So this is the this is the radak. If you look at the Malbim, again, Malbim needs to understand this differently. He needs to because you understand the whole paragraph dealing different, right? So according to Malbim, look at this. This is what the Babylonians asked us. Now remember, right? What's going on over here? Their Babylonians are asking us to play music. We say, right? How can we, you know, and we'll get to that in a second, right? But 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 according to the Malbits, everybody of the Radak, Ibn Ezra, like we were just saying, right? The Babylonians trying to get us to play our songs for them. It's, but look at the Malbim, because things are good for the Malbim, right? Things are good. What, are, what were the Babylonians asking us? It's an amazing album, isn't it? Yes? I, I hope so. Maybe I'm not the only one. Right? But right? The Moses says, no, you know what the Babylonians asked us? How come you don't sing songs about Babel like you used to sing about Yushalayim? We heard your songs about Yushalayim and I asked him to sing songs about Yushalayim. We heard your songs about Yushalayim. Maybe we had people who used to go to the Beit HaMikdash, you know, for Chaka Sukkot or something like that. I don't know. We know about the great music that you used to play. How come you guys aren't patriotic Babylonians singing the the, the good Babylonian music? Why don't, why don't you write songs about Babel like you used to write songs about Yerushalayim, because after all, you guys are Babylonians. You live here. You guys live good here. So why don't you sing the good songs about that? Why do you have good patriotic Babylonians? That's the question that they ask. Now, let's see the answer. The Jews say, and then it, I'm going to do this all together. I'm not going to translate that. Is that okay, everybody? Good, good. Look at Rashi. This is the Jews. They're talking, right? They say, 
How could we sing the song? Oh, we can't do it. Right? We're still in mourning. Right? We we can't we can't we can't do it. Right? We we gotta remember Yushalayim. We're gonna bring Yushalayim on all of our smachot. Look at the radat. Tishkachi mini perish tishkachani gun. They, it's context. That's what he's saying, right? I'm going to forget how to play this music. Why? Generally speaking, I don't imagine that's true about everybody, you know, but but usually. Um, musicians who play string instruments, he's saying they string the instruments? Is that? No, that's how you set it up. They play the instruments. Strum. Yes. I got a word. Yes, that's English. I got a word. Yes, very good. Right? With their, with their, with their right hand. Uh, now, Kidbat Lashoni, but, the Tehillim was much more impressive. Tidbach Lashoni, Now, he's continuing the Radak. One, I'm going to forget my right hand. Because with my right hand, I play the instrument. Two, my tongue is going to stick to my palate. Why? Because that's how I sing the song. Meaning it's, these are not like random things. They all go together. Yeah? And it's all because it's in response to them asking us to play the music and the sadness that comes when we're remembering the music that we used to play and now being urged to play that music for the Babylonians and are crying on the side of the river. We're like, forget my right hand to play this instrument. My tongue should stick to my palate so that I cannot sing. It all goes together. There, yeah, yeah, everyone sees how it all goes together, right? And every time that I'm going to have joy, I'm going to remember Yerushalayim and raise its morning on top of my, uh, on top of my, on top of my sin. Now let's look at the Malbim because again, the Malbim needs to understand all of the Sikhim differently. What was the question according to the Malbim? The question for everybody else is the Babylonians asking us to play music on the side of the river as we're crying, right? To play them songs and to entertain them. The question for the Malbim is how come we're not good patriotic Bab Babylonians? Why aren't we singing, you know, um, um, you know, what, what is, you know, old Canada or, you know, uh, God bless America, right? Or uh, whatever, whatever other country everybody else here, you know, uh, originally comes from, right? So look at the Malbim. Yeah, right. Yes, God, God, and God bless them too, right? So, so, and I mean that serious, right? No, so let's look at this Malbim. So, right, Eich me shivim lemor, watch this. Eich nashir es shira donay al admas nechar. Hagam shenucha l'shir lachem shirei hatzlacha hagashmiit shahayinu sharim b'tzion ki gam po'anu mutzlachim b'hatzlachot. Aval shir Hashem. Look at the Malbin, he's reading the Psukim Dak Dak. Yeah, they did not say we won't sing. That's not what they said. What did they say? How can we do it? And what song will they not sing? What song can they not sing? The song of God. You see what the Malbim is saying? The Malbim is saying, yeah, we can sing the Babylonian hits. No problems. We'll sing the Babylonian hits. Let's sing, you know, uh, well, I don't know what the national hits of the Babylonian so It doesn't make a difference. It's irrelevant, right? We'll sing all of those, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, chart toppers. That's okay. No problems. You want us to sing the Shir Hashem? You see, what you don't understand about the song of Tzion is that it's not just a song. It's a Ruchni song. It's a song that is filled with Kedusha. 
and with Tara and Eichna Shira Shira Shem Alad Mas Nechar. We can't sing that song here. It just doesn't play. It just doesn't play. I'll tell you something amazing. Once upon a time, um, I was in Memphis, and Dudu Fisher came to play a concert. And I'll tell you something interesting. I was not excited about going. It's not really like my thing, and but I had to go. It was like a big community event, and and I I felt like I had to go, right? You know, because whatever, whatever, I, I had to go. So I went. Malky was in New Jersey, and so I went alone, right? And I was really not excited about it. I got a babysitter, and I and I went to the concert. And I remember I called Malky afterwards. Yeah, and I, was I, like, you were, I remember I called Malky afterwards, and I said to her, I was like, I said, I said, Malky, you know what? Still not my thing and not my music, but you have to appreciate somebody who's really good at what he does. Like you have to appreciate excellence when you when you see it. But that's not why I'm telling you the story. I'm telling you the story because he sang Le Miz, right? Obviously. Because he sang, he sang Le Miz. And he sang um Bring Him Home. Have you ever have you ever heard it? You could go listen to it. But it's very fitting for for right now. You'd be like, I I'll cry. Honestly, I, I would I would. But I remember he said like this is what he said. He said, he said that um, he, he did Les Mis in Israel, and then he did Les Mis on Broadway. And he said that people come up to him and they say, how come it's not the same? I heard you sing Les Mis in Israel, and I heard you sing it on Broadway, and it's much better in Israel than it is on Broadway, and how could that be? Like, like how is that true? And Dudu Fisher said, I'll tell you this what I heard him say. He said, I'll tell you why. When you sing Bring Him Home in Israel, everybody everybody in the whole room feels he was he was talking at that time he actually that's what he was talking about in that in that particular moment but but he said everybody in israel feels that emotion everybody connects with that emotion the whole audience is is singing that prayer along along with you when you sing it on broadway it just just doesn't play the same it just doesn't play the same and that's what the that's what the jews said to the babylonians they said yeah you want to hear the song of the Great Mishnah? for you, but you're not going to hear it. I can hear it. It just doesn't play the same here. It's not, it's not the same. Yeah, go listen. Go listen to Bring Him Home. You'll, you'll listen to it tonight. You'll, you'll, you'll find it. Right? But that's what the Malcolm says. That we can't play that song of Ruchnius. Eretz Yisrael is, is a land which is suited for Ruchnius. It's built for for Ruchnius. And uh, and 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 the song is of a different quality. The song just plays different when you when you play it here. We can't play it. That's amazing what he just said. If I forget Yerushalayim, I'm just going to forget how I do stuff. Why is that true? Because Yerushalayim is such an essential component uh, to who we are and what we do. I cannot forget it. You see what the Malvin is saying? To forget Yerushalayim would be like forgetting my right hand. It's not the same thing as, as the other Rishonim, right? The other Rishonim say, no, we're, we're mourning and we're going to hold on to our mourning. If I forget Yerushalayim, I should forget my right hand. And that's not what it means. It means, I can't, how can I, I can't play the song of Yerushalayim because it doesn't play the same. I, I have these memories. I couldn't forget Yerushalayim if I tried. It'd be like trying to forget my right hand. It'd be like uh, sticking my tongue to my palate. I can't do it. It's impossible. I'm talking all day. If I if I forgot Yerushalayim, I'd have to stop talking because I'm always talking about Yerushalayim. It's constantly on our uh, on our mind, and uh, and it's constantly uh, it's constantly with us. Um, this midrash is a very very long uh, midrash. Um, the, the midrash says that um, I'll just I'll tell you what the midrash says. The midrash says 
that, uh, you know what, this midrash is not for us tonight. It's okay, it's a different time. We'll have to learn the midrash. We learn two interpretations. The third one, we'll have to wait for a different time. Good. Let's keep going in the, let's keep going in the tale. Right? Okay. I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm learning. Now, now, now ready? We're up to Pasuk Zayin. This is where the Tehillim sort of like takes a turn, right? Right? God, remember, for the B'nai Adon, right, the, the day that they uprooted Yerushalayim. Right? That uh, praiseworthy is the, the one who will pay back that, that which they did to us, to the Babylonians. Praiseworthy is the one who will kill their, kill their children. Right? I said that a little less grotesque, but it still didn't sound good coming out of my mouth, right? So look at the Radak. Ad Haina Divrei Halavim. Up until now, as we've been learning the Radak the whole time, this was quotation from the Levim. These last three psukim that were not quotations from the Levim. This is additions by David Amela, presumably. The Mishorer. Uba Odo al Golos Bavel. And as he's giving his prophecy about the exile of the Jews going to Bavel. And the Jews going into exile with the Romans and by his He then says, Did you understand what the Radak just did? The Radak is is uh is walking back the sentiment of brutality. The Radak is saying that David Melech is not saying, oh. Praiseworthy is he who will do this. No. David Amelech in his prophetic state saw the Jews going into exile the first time with Babel, the second time with Edom, and now he turns to Babel and Edom and he says, but you guys should know your comeuppance is coming to. You guys should know that you'll get yours. Alberech achzarios sorry, alberech achzarios the same way that you were cruel to the Jewish people, somebody else is going to come and somebody else is going to be cruel to you. That's how the Radak understands these, these specifics. Now, Malbim, again, Malbim has to explain these psukim, and it's harder for Malbim to explain these psukim because Malbim doesn't see the whole paragraph of Tehillim as being oppressive, right? He sees it as our, our loss because we're not in Yerushalayim, but not because we're we're being oppressed the same way that everybody else saw it. So look at now. Zechor Hashem. Zechor Hashem l'vnei Adam. Look at Mas. Ritzon Olomar. Imani zocher tamidis Yerushalayim l'mesabel oleh. God, if I remember Yerushalayim like I'm remembering Yerushalayim, if I miss it, and I'm constantly mourning over it. Ol shekein. Sha'ata Hashem yesh l'cha l'zkor l'vnei Adam esyom korban Yerushalayim asher heim azru l'achreva. Then you, God, have to remember. These Babylonians and these, we're finishing up, don't worry, come on, don't worry, sit down. These Babylonians and these uh, Edomites who came and uprooted us and all that we had. And he doesn't just say you'll get. He says, What does that mean? It's emotional action. Gemul is emotional action. What you did to us was hate-based. The Malvin says what you might have thought. That, does anybody need a Dabin Mara, by the way? They're, they're going to start right now. Right? What the Malvin says you might have thought everybody else would have said, but the Radak did not say. Right? Which is that that the Jews in Bavel, you know, like listen, Babylonians, they, we might be living good in Bavel, but remember what they did? 
and you get what you give. That's what the Malbim said. And they were cruel to us, and they acted with sinna to us, and nikama, 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 vengeance, right? Vengeance is, is coming. And so, Asher Yochaz, Vinifat Tzalaich, Lassalik, Moshkaz, Vichmati Levavam, Shem Shalosh. The Malbim says, Mamash. What we were not comfortable with, that's what the Malbim said. What everybody, what we, what we had, you know, uh, uncertainty, if we were really willing to say that, the Malbim says it. So we're going to talk about this next week, yeah? But let's just finish on a, on a nice note, maybe. Look at this Midrash, right? The Jews say to God, Zechor Hashem l'vnei Adam asyom Yerushalayim. Yeah? That's what the Jews say to God. Look at what the Midrash says. Zechor Hashem l'vnei Adam asyom Yerushalayim. Omri Yisrael l'vnei Yerushalayim. Omri Yisrael The Jewish people say to God, Rebona Shalom, Ata Omer Lanu Zechor. You told us, God, that we have to remember. There's a few mitzvahs in the Torah. There's a few places in the Torah where God tells us we need to remember. We are forgetful people. We're people. We forget things all the time. I don't know about you. I forget things all the time. I talk to Malki. She'll tell you. Right? You know? I forget things all the time. Right? You know, it's, it's true. Right? You know, so, so God will tell us to remember. God, you have to remember. You have to remember the Chorban. You have to remember what we endured. You have to remember what, what we went through. And then HaKadosh Baruch Hu and I have to finish the rest of yourself because the Midrash doesn't finish. And then HaKadosh Baruch Hu what? And then HaKadosh Baruch Hu what? I could end that sentence two different ways. Does everybody see where where my directions are? And then HaKadosh Baruch Hu bring us back, have compassion on us, something like that. Or I could have said, and then HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you take care of those guys. You go get those guys. They do. They really do. Which is what we're going to talk. Which what, yes, yes. Which is what we're going to have to talk about next week, right? And to what extent? To what extent? Um, to what extent should we be comfortable with uh, with those kinds of, of concepts? Is that is that is that an ideal? Is that an ideal? That's what we're going to talk about next week. That's the conversation we're going to have to have. We call God Right. Good. So good. 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 Amazing. So everybody has what to think about now and believe that there. We will continue this conversation next week. But we have to say the daily. We have to dive in. Anybody has to go to Dab and I really apologize. I'm sorry that I can't do here. But we have to we have to dive in. We have to say the daily. Absolutely. God commanded us to go do it. We have to we have to be careful. Maybe we have to be, you know, uh maybe we have to be comfortable. All right, we're gonna say the tailing, everybody. Yeah, let's let's uh, let's dive in let's dive in together. Let's remind the Kaddish Baruch Hu how we are yearning for Yerushalayim and we are yearning for the for the Beit Hamikdash and uh, and 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 to hear again that song of Ruchnius that uh, that the Malbim said that the Jews you know uh, could only sing in uh, in Eretz Yisrael and could only sing in in Yerushalayim. That yeah, that's you. That's you. That's you. I know what I'm thinking, but that's uh, but that's but that's you. That's you. Everybody ready? Al Naros Babel. Shamia <laughs> Zechora <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you, everybody. Everybody have a great night.